Good morning. This is Michael Stoller for the Stoller Real Estate Report on the Cats Roundtable. This morning, I have one of the most active developers in the city of New York, Jeff Levine, who is the chairman of the Douglaston Companies, which include Douglaston Development, Levine Builders, Clinton Management, and a couple of other entities. Jeff, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Okay, Jeff, you are a vertically integrated company. Explain to me what that means. Well, as you know, we are developers, and as developers, we also have a wholly owned construction entity, Levine Builders, as well as a wholly owned property management entity, Levine Builders. So we construct it, we develop it, and we manage it. Okay. With all the life cycles and the periods that you've seen, how would you compare this cycle to the past recessions and the other cycles that have taken place in the past 45 years that you've been in business? I often say that being in the real estate development business is not for everybody. Obviously, the cycles can take many of us, and as Warren Buffett often says, the downturns can tell you who's swimming naked. The reality is that I have seen downturns ranging from the savings and loan scandals of 86 to the results of the terrorist attacks of 9-11 in 2001, on to Lehman, on to COVID, and now most recently, in addition to the bank failures we've just seen, the fact of the matter is the finance markets have simply left the building. Now, you've recently secured financing for a couple of projects. Let's talk about the financing. Absolutely. So we are active in New York City in a number of various uh, enterprises. We do quite a bit of affordable housing and have worked extensively with the various agencies of New York, whether it be HBD, HDC, EDC, or the State Housing Finance Agency. And we are producing both low-income housing, senior housing, affordable housing of all types, as well as um, housing for homeless and shelters. We are also active in the mixed income category where we just completed one of our largest projects, which was 311 11th Avenue over at the Hudson Yards. Now, because of the very high interest rates we're experiencing, rents have been moving up appreciably because people are choosing in this environment not to buy but to rent. So we've rented over 70% of that building in the first 10 months at rents that approach $100 a foot, which are uh, virtually the high watermark for New York City. In connection with the jobs we have recently closed, we were able to purchase a property on Atlantic Avenue in Brooklyn, which has the benefit of the affordable New York 421A, which gives you a tax abatement in consideration with delivering roughly 30% of the units affordably. This was a project that we bought, which has a time clock of expiration because you have to complete it by June of 26 in accordance with the regulations, and we are actively building it. It was a tough closing because we closed the deal going into the summer. If you recall, at the end of May, you had not only the debt ceiling limit problem, you also had the failure of the banks as well as rising interest rates. So needless to say, lending institutions were getting a little bit squeamish, but we were fortunate to close it because we are in the business over 45 years. We have an unblemished track record, and we were working with some very good quality institutions, specifically Wells Fargo and M&T Bank. We are in the ground with that one, and we are closing other affordable projects at this time as well. 
You're doing a lot of senior housing. Explain to me and my audience what you, what you mean by senior housing. Well, there's a wide gamut of senior housing. I'm talking in about York, the, in, in New, New York. York. Our senior housing basically is comprised of two types. We build under HUD financing the 202 seniors, very often in association with not-for-profits. And then we also build the SARA project, which is a state finance method for building seniors at low income. We recently completed one such project in the Seaview section of Staten Island. We're about to begin another as soon as we can close. We are also partnered in the RFP that was held by the state for the Vital Brooklyn program. We have a partnership with Breaking Ground, where we'll be building over 1 million square feet, which will include not only low-income housing under the ELLA program, but senior housing under the SARA program, as well as supportive and, sh- and shelter housing. Now, what type of income can these people have to be in these programs to get an, an affordable? Very typically, the low-income projects run anywhere from 40 to 80% of AMI. AMI is what, 108,000? Uh, depending upon the number of people in the family, it can be as little as 75, as I recall, and as high as 100 for a larger family. What about uh, your thoughts with regard to how our governor and mayor are working on uh, well, well, taking no care of this? Question. There's no question that both our mayor, Eric Adams, and our governor, Kathy Hochul, are showing leadership in the housing area, both of whom are singing the right song and indicating that we have a housing problem and the way to get out of the housing problem is to build into it. They need some help, though, from our city council as well as our state assembly and state senate. And I think people are starting to get clearer heads on how to proceed. Okay. With regard to, uh, you have a number of projects in Brooklyn, including one where you once lived in the neighborhood, the Linden Houses. Yeah, I'm very proud of that. So there are some projects in 45 years of being a business that stand out. One such project, which you did not mention, was after 9-11, I had the opportunity to reconstruct 90 West Street, an office building which was converted into housing under the Liberty Bond program. The building was structurally and cosmetically impacted by the collapse of the trade centers. It was a building that was designed by Cass Gilbert back in 1906 as a precursor to the Woolworth building. And it was my privilege as a patriot and a builder to restore that building. The project you're talking about now is the Linden Houses in East New York, Brooklyn, where I lived as a child and started to attend public school. I, in partnership with the New York City Housing Authority under RAD PACT program, am currently renovating those buildings, eliminating the lead, eliminating the asbestos, putting in all new mechanical apparatus, roofs, pointing, so that people can live in dignity and quality in the New York City Housing Authority. And having lived there as a child, having the opportunity to do this for the next generation is extremely fulfilling. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. 
Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Now, what are you doing in the Kingsbrook? Uh, Kingsboro Psychiatric Facility. Well, the Kingsboro Psychiatric Facility, as I mentioned, was part of the Vital Building, Vital Brooklyn program. We'll be building over a million square feet there of both low-income housing, senior housing, shelter housing, and supportive housing. Breaking Ground, the wonderful provider of social services all over New York City, is our partner there, and we hope to be breaking ground there as soon as January. What about the financing on that type of well, magnitude? Again, the financing there, affordable housing has many sources of financing. This job in particular has access to state financing. Banks are subordinate and therefore happy to be in the job because, excuse me, they are senior to this financing, which is available by the state. Okay. With regard to um, your, your, I remember many times you've said to me, there's no way I'm going to go into a condominium development. That's changed recently. What's How come you've changed that you want to be back in the co-op? Well, market? I can tell you that rental housing is, in my opinion, the way to go. Because I always say that if the market doesn't support you when you get there, there's always a fresh crop the next year when markets change. A condominium is a perishable product. If the buyers aren't there for psychological reasons, reasons of the economy, of interest rates, it sits there. And not only do you have to pay your debt to the bank, but if you're complete, you have to pay maintenance charges, taxes. So they can, frankly speaking, eat you up and spit you out. So generally speaking, I have avoided condominiums. Although, as you may recall, I have done well with condominiums in different cycles. Having done, I remember the conversion on 23rd Street. West 23rd Street, back before the Lehman crash, we did extremely well. And there are other circumstances where I have not done as well. Having said that, I look at this market where people are hesitating to buy right now because of the uncertainty of the rising interest rates and the lack of available financing. I believe that in two to three years, when a condominium project, which could begin now, is delivered to the market, there will be a great demand for family-sized product on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. Okay, one last question with regard to conversion of office buildings. I know what you did downtown, but what about it today? What's your thoughts about conversion of office buildings into residential? Well, if you may recall, I started in the business working for a developer by the name of Herb Mandel back in the 70s, I'm embarrassed to say. Herb Mandel, under the J-51 tax abatement, took vacant buildings of many different types, including the Brew Clause, Brew Shield buildings, old hotels, the Paris Hotel, and converted them into residential use. 
most important was the J-51 tax abatement. Today, office properties, some warehouse properties can be bought rather effectively, but unless we have a tax abatement, and again, coupled with the particular physical shape of the buildings, the location of the elevators, the stairs, the depth of the building, you get very inefficient units very often in a conversion of an existing building to a multifamily rental, and you have to factor that all in. So it's not impossible, but it's not easy. Okay. It's not easy to be a developer and successful operator for 45 years, but I'd like to thank Jeff Levine for being here. Thanks again. Thank you.